Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, the 33rd day of Lent. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my offenses and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born, steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me, and would have me know wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God, of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it, were not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful Father, you freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess their sins. Create in us your hearts and wash away all our sins in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 25, beginning this morning at verse 1. Suppose two persons have a dispute and enter into litigation. And the judges decide between them, declaring one to be in the right and the other to be in the wrong. If the one in the wrong deserves to be flogged, the judge shall make that person lie down and be beaten in his presence with the number of lashes proportionate to the offense. Forty lashes may be given, but not more. If more lashes than these are given, your neighbor will be degraded in your sight. You shall not muzzle an ox while it is treading out grain. One of the uses of the law is to limit the damage that has been caused by human sin. In this case, let's not think of sin as doing what is wrong or even doing what is right, but instead let's think of sin as our failure to live as the human beings that God created us to be, human beings created to reflect the image of God. The law then keeps us from losing sight of that mark. I believe that is what these few verses about flogging can do for us. The judge must decide the case, and if a flogging is ordered, the judge, the judge must witness it. 
First, the judge must witness it as a way to count and limit the number of lashes, no more than 40. And the second, the judge must witness the pain that this judgment afflicts on another human being, and in a way, must suffer the pain caused by the decision. If such a sight can be witnessed without pain or suffering, if it can be witnessed even with contentment or delight that someone is getting what they deserve, then something has probably gone wrong with us. Something is going wrong with our heart, with our soul. Next, the number of lashes must be limited because at a certain point, the one being whipped will cease to be human to us, be just receiving in their body an outlet of our own rage and bloodlust. Even a person sentenced to 40 lashes must always, first and foremost, and at the core, remain a human being and neighbor in our eyes. When they become less than that, then sin and death can proceed unchecked. Perhaps the greatest struggle we face as God's people in the world is the fight to remember and regard our neighbors as fellow human beings, created in the image of God, with flesh and blood like us, with hearts and souls and and minds, with families and friends, with feelings and emotions. By thinking of others as somehow less than human, we can maybe shield ourselves from the suffering and pain of the world. How else would we be able to ever scroll through our news feed or watch the news on TV? If we allow to start thinking of others as less than human, then we can also allow hate to creep in. We can even feel justified in the killing of our enemies. We are now each day reminded of what war does to human beings. Not just what our modernly efficient forms of mechanized death do to human bodies that get in the way, but what happens to the human spirit when people are forced into situations where they must kill. What has to die first inside of a person before they can commit the kind of atrocities that we're seeing? And no human being is immune either. It's not just some people from some countries or some cultures or some types of government who are capable of atrocities. It is actually the power of sin and death that's unleashed by war that, that, that lets go within us this kind of violence and destruction in all who participate. The Torah allows that there may be reason that someone might have to suffer 40 lashes. God is careful to not let either the judgment or its punishment destroy the human spirit of the parties involved. This weekend, as we listen to the story of Jesus' passion, let's pay attention to how everyone in this story regards Jesus as somehow less than human and, and unworthy of the life that God has given him. And then let's listen to how Jesus responds. Even as he receives in his body the full force of the violence unleashed against him, he never fails to regard anyone as less than human, less than a neighbor. The suffering that Jesus endures can destroy spirits and leave nothing but hatred and bitterness in hearts. But Jesus instead speaks the word of love of his heavenly Father, to the actual living, breathing people that he loves. 
people he dies to free from the dehumanizing powers of sin and death that so surround us. And with his lashes, with his stripes, we have been healed. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. We think especially of Ukraine and Russia, but we also uh, think and see how you know all of these countries on the face of the earth who are fighting. Where war has been unleashed. Bring peace. And be with all who work for peace and international harmony prosper, harmony, prosper their efforts. For all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Give good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. 
help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.